This is This Week Above the Fold, your new weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is December 14th. I'm Emma Irwin. I have Danny Hoffman, Associate Director of Client Services at Flywheel Digital here with me. So today we're going to cover Amazon's continued push into social commerce, inflation on toys, clothes, and sports equipment easing, and Twitter's advertising target misses. So let's dig into Amazon announcing a TikTok-like feed within its app. This isn't Amazon's first step into social commerce. What makes this different if it is? Well, thank you for having me back on, Emma. Appreciate it, as always. Amazon and social commerce is so interesting to think about in terms of their history and kind of where they've had. But ratings and reviews is almost like the first social media push for Amazon, where there's a lot of consumers talking to each other and engaging with each other almost in a community environment. And then recently we've seen them push into into posts and brand store following and engagement there. And Amazon Live has been a significant push for them as well. So there's been a lot of things that have made it seem like Amazon, uh, the writing on the wall has kind of been, hey, social commerce is the next wave. So it's fascinating to see them kind of get into this piece. And I read in this article from The Verge that to build this type of feed within the app, this requires Amazon to essentially recruit influencers to build out that content. And so a question for you is, do you think that this own in-app feed will actually draw consumer attention away from TikTok itself? It's fascinating to think about. Also fascinating to kind of think about the way that Amazon consumers engage with Amazon in general, but they're there to shop generally. And so they, they move pretty quick. This is the kind of thing that increases time on site. So I'm, I'm curious to see if it does resonate with consumers. But um, all the statistics over the last few months have been TikTok is the big thing. Everyone's going to TikTok. So pulling consumers away from TikTok, I don't know if it's going to work. Meeting consumers on TikTok seems to be where social commerce is today. Uh, so a lot unknown, but I think it's really fascinating to see retailers themselves getting into it. Moving into story number two, CEO of Walmart, Doug McMillan, announced that inflation is falling on discretionary merchandise just in time for the holidays. This sounds great for those on the consumer end, but how does this impact retailers as we finish out the year? Yeah, this is fascinating because like retailers make their money based on, well, and they they also, everyone makes their money based on their stock price and based on their their profit as related to the street. And part of the challenge has been not just for Walmart, but Walmart in this example, um, but Walmart actually had a pretty good Q3. And by comparison, Target didn't. And what's the difference between those two is that, uh, you know, you have a lot of shoppers with a lot more discretionary income shopping at Target than they do at Walmart. So people are sensitive to inflation. They make the shift and they go to the lower price retailer. I mean, the other is, you know, the the gap between how consumers purchase, where are they buying household essentials? Are they buying discretionary products? The shift between the two is really definitely one to watch. And my follow-up question for you there is, does inflation falling right now really matter, especially with like Black Friday and Cyber Monday over and in the past? I think it does. It matters for two reasons. One is for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, the biggest question was going to be, are we going to see the same thing we saw on Prime Day where consumers are only buying household essentials? If they're buying more discretionary stuff, answered is no, they're actually willing to buy discretionary products, but I guess only during certain periods of the year. And the other layer of this is also retailers are really making hard decisions about what to put on the shelves right now. And if they're not going to see purchases from discretionary products, they're only seeing household essentials, then they'll feature household essentials that may be lower margin for them. But if consumers actually are willing to make a decision, maybe with a higher price point, 
then maybe it means that retailers can shift back into a profitability model, at least in some way. Uh, so it's kind of like the what Amazon calls crap. We could see some of that emerge. That that I think is what the the interesting tell is. Um, so a lot unknown here too, but pretty pretty cool to watch. And lastly, story number three, Twitter continuing to miss its advertising targets in this new era of the platform. So let's talk about this from the brand perspective who either is still or used to be advertising on Twitter. What does this story mean for them? I think there's there's two things, right? One of it is the social implications. So one of the things that we hear a lot from brands is, and especially like this, it's not specifically Twitter, but um, we think about STV. And it's like, well, why aren't you investing in STV? And they're like, because I don't have the level of control over where my ads are going to show up. And I don't know what they're going to show up next to. And I want to be very careful about what content gets paired with my brand. That's the big thing that you're hearing about Twitter more publicly is that brands are like, I don't know how I feel about this. So I'm going to walk away. The second that I think is probably more true, but less public is um, there's a really interesting e-marketer visual that showed where brands are most likely to invest or double down or increase year-on-year advertising spend for 2023. And number one, two, and three is Amazon, Walmart, and Instacart. Reason why is because they can both get data, but also because that's where consumers are purchasing. And there is a little bit more of a, a full funnel and an attribution in terms of product purchase. On Twitter, you can't do that in the same way. And so brands, are if they're going to make a hard decision, they're likely to walk away from the place that isn't going to actually convert into dollars for them more one-to-one. Makes sense. You answered my follow-up question for me. What is the most interesting story out of these three, in your opinion? I think the Twitter one is to me. And reason why is because as we start to see more and more retailers get smarter with data and measurement, you're going to see a lot of brands follow that. And what that means, and actually bleeds into story number two a little bit, but what it means is that Brands are probably going to walk away from things like Twitter, but are they going to walk away from things like Target? Are they going to walk? Are they going to lean into things like Walmart, Amazon, Instacart? Or does it push retailers to now have to go be smarter with data? How do brands measure across retailers? I think there's a lot of layers to this that we're going to see emerge in 2023 in terms of flexibility around budget too. But everyone's getting tighter with their dollar and getting smarter with their dollar. So all of this just keeps pushing into what does total advertising actually look like? And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. Tune in next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold digested for you by our essential digital commerce experts. I'm Emma Irwin, Senior Editor and Specialist at Essential. See you next week. 